Greetings. My name is Linda Talaferro, and this is the Being Brown at Work podcast. I help Black and Brown female professionals confidently and expertly navigate the corporate world so that they can reach new career heights and establish their seat at the table. So whether you're kicking off a new career, leaning in a new direction, or looking to climb the corporate ladder within your current job, I'm here to propel your career forward by giving you an insider's look at cultivating an executive mindset, creating leadership opportunities, establishing an executive presence, and more. So join me every week as I guide you towards becoming a leader in the corporate world and show you how to step into your true power and potential. Greetings, everyone. Greetings. It is yes. I know all of you know this because I say it every Tuesday. I can't help it. Favorite time of the week. Being Brown at Work Live. And I have another absolutely phenomenal woman that is going to share some nuggets with you. I know you saw the title, The Dangers of Overusing Your Strengths, and you thought, how is that possible? Well, Alba Contreras-Rodriguez is going to tell you how that's possible. So let me introduce you to Alba. Alba is owner and president of FONS, Focus on Solution, LLC. FONS provides executive coaching, team coaching, and consulting for leaders and organizations to excel and enable digital transformation focused on human readiness for technology adoption. Alba demonstrated success at coaching global executives on navigating corporate culture and processes, as well as cross-generational leadership and multicultural organizations. Alba provides executive coaching and consulting for leaders and organizations to enable manufacturing's digital transformation focused on workforce and technology integration. Clients seeking to lead strategy and implementation of digital transformation industry 4.0 technologies can leverage her expertise to ensure human readiness for technology adoption. Alba spent her career, listen to this now, spent her career Ford Motor Company, General Motors Corporation, and KPMG Management Consulting, gaining international and global experience in operations, lean manufacturing, industrial engineering, vehicle launches, management consulting, information technology, and e-commerce. Demonstrated ability to improve organizational effectiveness and bottom line performance. Alba is a global operations and management executive with a proven history of building high-performing teams and leading sophisticated manufacturing and service organizations. She has a reputation as a visionary leader with a clear sense of purpose and urgency when faced with diverse challenges during periods of both declining sales and rapid growth. Alba brings expertise in establishing operational excellence within culturally diverse environments, translating conceptual models into specific growth strategies, and planning and executing manufacturing processes designed to increase quality, productivity, and reduce cost. She has extensive experience in operations management, global program management, process re-engineering, change management, and cultural transformation. 
Alva previously served on the boards of directors for the Cancer Support Community and Madrinus, a Latino Leaders Network. She was the creator and champion of the Women's Network in Mexico, the co-chair of Ford Women in Manufacturing, and executive collaborator for the Ford Hispanic Network. Most recently, she co-founded the Ross Executive MBA Women's Initiative University of Michigan and co-chair of Informs Mosaic Affinity Group. And I have one more thing to add before we welcome Alba, because this just happened. Alba was named top 15 coaches in Detroit for 2021 by the Influence Digest. And she's number one, number one. Welcome, Alba, to Being Brown at Work Live. It's such an honor to have you here. Welcome. Thank you so much, Linda. This is a, a fabulous opportunity for you and I to have this conversation so timely. Um, something that we don't really talk too much about. And as you said, people may have been intrigued by the title of this conversation as to what do you mean I'm overusing strengths? Exactly. So I am... Um, it is definitely one of the areas that uh, I love coaching about and um, it's extremely, extremely common. So I am I'm elated to be here tonight and sharing this conversation with everybody. Wow. It's an honor for me. And as all of you listening now, watching this live, and even if you're going to catch this on the replay, phenomenal experience Alba has had. Her track record is unparalleled. I read the companies that she was with and you see the depth and breadth of the experience. So Alba, let's just, let's jump right in here. I mean, overusing strengths, what does that mean? I mean, how is that even possible? Absolutely. So overuse strengths is something that is very shocking because people don't, we don't think about it. And it actually, it's more easily seen than not, but mm. that is precisely the, the difficulty with it is it's pretty much a blind spot. It's kind ah. of when something is, it's too much of a good thing when that happens, right? So mm, okay. when you think about the strengths, you know, being um, very social or being very results-driven, or being uh, very problem-solving oriented. So when you think about all of those, we don't necessarily associate it with a weakness. But what happens is well, when we take, when we have a strength and we either overuse it or misuse it, it becomes a weakness or liability. Mm -hmm. And so Alba, in your experience, either you personally or you know, with your clients over the years that you've worked on, how have you seen it manifest itself? And would you say it's more prevalent in women than men or pretty equal? It's pretty equal. It's mm. pretty equal. Okay. I would say, though, that for uh, people of color, what I have noticed and I have lived it, I've had experienced it, is that sometimes those strengths that we exhibit are encouraged. For instance, yes. perfectionism. Ah. Perfectionism yes. is one of those things that I have personally struggled my entire life, but it was encouraged, particularly mm -hmm. in, in corporate America, because in order for me as being the only woman in the room or being the only Latina 
Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely had to go 120% or go the yes. extra miles. Yes. So it was always encouraged. Yes. And that, if I could add this to, yeah. uh, but didn't mean to interrupt you, but I can relate to what you just said because I had the perfectionism thing as well. And I will tell you, it started with me young because I was always told I had to be better than, right? Yes. People of color, women of color. We yes. had that intersectionality where women, females, yes. and then Latino, African-American. Yes. So we had to work harder, be better, to your point. Go right ahead. Absolutely. So then uh, as I, one of the things that I noticed is that when I decided to take early retirement four years ago and launch my own business, I started thinking, well, you know, continuing to have these perfectionism tendencies not really going to help me Mm. in launching a business. Mm -hmm. So I needed to start changing my thinking as to you better seek progress and not perfection. But it is one of those, it is one of those strengths, right? That, um, you know, we can call it the stickler. You know, it's when you become a stickler with everything. And again, it's something that an overuse of strength, the way to identify it is what kind of emotion it's making you feel. Ah. Is it a negative emotion or is it a positive emotion? Oh, okay. So that is one of the ways to kind of gauge. Okay. So am I, how am I feeling right now? Am I, may I be overusing this? But yes. it's hard to get to even that question because this is not something. See, the way that in leadership development, the way that typically all the tools that exist that is very binary. It's either mm-hmm. a strength or weakness. Or weakness, right. And typically, the leadership development wants to focus on the weaknesses. Yes. Right? What happens is that that doesn't allow us to really pay attention to an overused or misused strength. Mm. Oh, good point. Yes. So the question is, so how do we know if I'm overusing a strength? Well, there are multiple ways that we can find out. And the number one thing is to become more self-aware. Okay. Right. So yeah. how do we become more self-aware? Well, it's really reflecting. Mm-hmm. It's also seeking feedback from others. Yes. And asking others, how do we make them feel? Yes. How do what, they experience you? Right? How do yes. they experience you? Yes. And yes. as Maya Angelou says, People don't remember what you do or say, but how you make them feel. Make them feel. That's so true. And the question is, if we ask others, how do we make them feel? We may get some of that feedback. So that's one way of finding out. The other way of finding out is when we are so used, a lot of people go through a 360 assessment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And people provide them with feedback about their behaviors. And when we get those reports and there are these very, very high numbers on the strengths or on the behaviors, those may provide some clues. Ah, okay. Because what happens is that the moment when we overuse a strength is typically the moment when we get hijacked or Ah. when we are under extreme stress. That amygdala. That amygdala hijacking. That's right. That's right. So when that happens is when something that it's 
phenomenal, it can be too much of a good thing. Mm. So a leader can be um, very results-driven and they may drive their team crazy, crazy because they, you know, they get hijacked, they get highly stressed, they um, have extremely high expectations of the team. And yes, the team will deliver the results, but at a very high cost. Ah, wow. This is so powerful because to your point in corporate America, I mean, we are, that's what we're measured on, right? We're, we're measured on these results. And I was just, Simon Sinek is somebody I follow a lot. I really mm-hmm. like him. I was actually watching a video earlier and he was talking about no such thing as soft skills. They're actually human skills. To your point, he even said you can be a high performer and have low human skills and you are not going to be the most effective leader. That's what you just said. I mean, you can be results driven. You can hit those targets, Mm -hmm. but you can do it at a cost to your team because you're driving them crazy. You're stressed out. You're not connecting with them in any human way because, again, you're not even self-aware and you let your amygdala get hijacked and then they're stressed. And and like, I think you also, this is also something I know you've heard of, Alba. People don't leave jobs. They leave bosses, right? Mm-hmm. They leave bosses. And one way to leave them is over a boss that's overusing their strengths. That's right. This is, this is, this is so powerful because like to you, what you said earlier when we first started talking, it's not, this is not discussed a lot. No. And, no, and why not. do you think, why do you think that is? I mean, you're, you, you know, you've been just an influenced digest. I'm going to say it again. Uh, top 15 coach in Detroit uh, just came up. And so in, in you're on the leading edge of team coaching and the, the dynamics around that. Is this overuse of strengths a, a new phenomenon, would you say, or just something we haven't paid attention to? I think it's something we haven't paid attention to mm. because I, in, in particularly in, during these times of what we call these VUCA environment, right? Volatile, uncertain, yes. complex, yes. and ambiguous, yes. which by the way, with the pandemic, I added another U to that, which is unprecedented. Ah, yeah. Right. So when, when we are living in this business environment and, and in, in the challenges that society is going through right now, the environmental and climate challenges, all these things, they look like the perfect storm, right? Mm -hmm. So what happens is that we have been focusing on how do we look for the weak point? In what are the weaknesses that we need to either develop this, those skills, et cetera, without really paying attention that too much of a good thing yeah, is yeah. not necessarily the answer. So actually, at a strength, it's how do you maintain a balance of not overdoing balance. it versus mm. or underdoing it? So yeah. how do you maintain that balance in, in that duality of, let me give you an example. Uh, very common to have leaders who have been recognized, promoted, their brand identify them, identify them as these wonderful problem solvers. Uh-huh. Right. Those people who roll up their sleeves and, you know, they are the ones who save the day. They are the go to person in the organization. And what happens is that as they go up the ladder, the famous phrase from Marshall Goldsmith, what got you here won't get you I'll there. Get you there, yeah. It becomes this liability. 
that no longer when you go to the boardroom, the board is not going to be hearing you 300 PowerPoint slide presentation, <laughs> so right? True. You need yeah. to be strategic. You need to be concise. You mm-hmm. need to be strategic. You need to think about the ecosystem. Yeah. You are not in front of the board knowing all the details of the trenches, right? So that's an example of those transitions are so critical for people to really understand because what these, what happens, Linda, is that these become muscle memory. All these experiences have become muscle memory for us, right? And we have been, again, I want to insist, rewarded and recognized for those, right? So we have been told this is a good thing. Keep doing it. Well, it all depends on the circumstances. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. you are expected to tone it down a little yes. bit. Right? right. If the balance is so key, Cheryl Thompson just said hello to you and I. So I just oh, wanted wonderful. to share that with you. Yes. So the, the balance is so key. Yeah. Uh, so, so, how, and I, you know, Albert, this is, this is so cool. Oh, wonderful information. I knew when you and I talked about what you would share with my audience, I knew this was going to be beautiful, some nuggets. So let's talk about, you know, what can one do? You know, what can one do? And I would love um, before you get into that, could you share maybe some of your personal experience? I know you talked about perfectionism, but is there anything else in your career and your personal experience that you were challenged with um, in overusing strengths and maybe how you overcame it? Well, I think that as I mentioned, the perfectionism one, the other one was that element of being uh, recognized for being the person who was given the assignments that nobody else would want. Oh, wow. And be, okay, either solve a very difficult problem or create create something from a clean slate. Mm. So that was kind of my brand. And that's why I had the opportunity to have a very cross-functional experience Experience, for 23 years. Uh, So the reality of it is that when you are so operational, and I have the ability to play in both fields, to be in the field and be on the sideline. But that is something that needs to be always, again, we need to be very self-aware of it. Mm-hmm. But I would say that the fact that sometimes we feel like, let's say, well, if I say no to something, will that get me in trouble? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, or if I don't give it my my 120 percent, would that have an impact on me? So I would say that that is definitely something that I felt challenged with mm-hmm. and definitely is something that I see in in my clients today is yeah. the fact that, you know, we have it, a lot of leaders don't realize that some of the behaviors that they exhibit may not necessarily be because of their own decision, but they're exhibiting behaviors of the system that they represent. Okay. And so, so, so basically is you are surrounded by a certain set of behaviors and expectations. And then as you try to emulate that, you may end up overusing some of your strengths. Oh my gosh, that is so powerful. 
because there is a lot of danger of assimilation and emulation. Emulating somebody else and trying to copy what appears from a distance to be a successful way of doing something and approaching something could be extremely dangerous. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, that was just, Mm -hmm. that was so, so good, Alba, Mm -hmm. what you just shared. Because I, I can, uh, as you were talking, I was thinking of leaders who were actually functioning and operating the way their environment drove them to do so and not necessarily within character of themselves or the brand they wanted to be. One of the things I often say, Alba, is, you know, especially for women of color like yourself and myself, is that we can tend to get in our own way, right? Mm -hmm. And I think one of the ways we do that is exactly what we're talking about tonight. You know, not recognizing that we could be going above and beyond doing more than what's necessary. And because we believe this, the strength is so powerful. So, you know, what I would love if you could right now, Alba, um, and and I'm going to actually too, I think we've got your website, we want to share and some other information. But could you step us through maybe three to five actionable things that, you know, women can do as they're listening to us talking now, and they're probably having some epiphanies in their mind, oh my gosh, I'm you know, I'm that problem solver or I'm that presentation guru or I'm the time management, whatever it is that they have thought was their road, their skill they could leverage to success could be overused. What would you recommend to them? So before I I, um, talk about the recommendations, you you trigger a thought on me, which is that emphasis on I have to focus on my job mm. but not on the career mm. and in how we we look at what are the things that I need to do this with excellence right which by the way can be perfectionism tendencies yes and then um, there is no space for good enough ah. it needs to be perfect. And what happens is that while, while we are doing that, all these things are happening around us. And then we start seeing people getting promoted and we see opportunities yep. coming along. And, but what happened? Well, we didn't uh, spend enough time building relationships. We didn't spend enough time prioritizing the work. We didn't mm-hmm. give enough, at, pay enough attention to delegating the work and to really hold people accountable to it. So we wouldn't have to be working all the hours that we were working. So there are so many elements that if we really do a forensic to it, there there is some signals of overuse strengths. And and what happens is that that is inhibiting us from progress. Yes, absolutely. And and I love your forensic analysis. I mean, I think that's so critical to do. Really take a deep look and be willing uh, to reflect in the mirror as well. You know, oh, that's great. That that's beautiful because a lot of times we don't do that. And we and you're right. We are so focused on getting, you know, working hard, hitting those targets, the perfectionism that you talked about, that we forget about, as I like to say, we forget about the being piece. We forget about that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is, this is wonderful. So did you want to move into some? Yeah. So so let's talk about some of the 
potential things that we can do to overcome that. Well, yeah. we already talked about how to identify it. So yeah. what are potential overused strengths? Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about asking yeah. others, looking at old feedback, asking people how they feel mm-hmm. and doing some self-reflection, right? Right. And right. deep diving internally. So how to overcome it? There are two major areas that I, I would like to share. One is increasing our self-awareness, mm-hmm. right? And is really taking the time and having the space to really do that reflection. And there are four questions that are some of my favorite questions. There are mm. many questions that I like, but these are very powerful questions. So as we are going through that reflection, and what I ask my clients to do is to journal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I prefer if they write it, but they can also keep it on their computer. Sure. And the questions are, what should I start doing? What should I stop doing? What should I continue doing? Or what should I do differently? Mm-hmm. Now, those same four questions, we can use it for ourselves, but we yep. can also ask others, others to give us feedback. Yes. Right? Yes. So in that conversation of identifying somebody who can be your accountability partner, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, your significant other, your um, somebody from your team, et cetera, is to find those people who would give us candid feedback and help us answer those questions from their perspective. And then we can take a look at, okay, how am I looking at myself versus how others are perceiving me? So that's one piece of self-awareness. And that's something that uh, there is a resource that you're going to share my website that they can yeah. uh, find a resource that can help with this. The second piece is what I call self-command. So mm-hmm. it's how do we build a new muscle? In other ah. words, if muscle memory is what these behaviors, these overused strengths are coming and hijacking us and, and they're showing up under, particularly under situations of high stress. Yeah. Then the question is, how do we take over? How do we intercept it? And the way that we can do that is that first of all, notice it. But for us to notice, we have to be high, need to have Aware. high self-awareness. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To yep. even notice it, because as we said at the beginning, these a lot of these are blind spots. Yeah. So we exactly. we don't see it. We don't right. see it. Uh, so identifying it, then pausing, right? Maybe do some deep breathing, mm-hmm. pausing, and then also to shift the thinking. So let's say that the voice that we hear is that we really need to work twenty four hours. This team needs to work twenty four hours nonstop until we get this deliverable, this report or this presentation, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. is to hear that voice and then pause. The power yes. of pause is ginormous. Yes. Just yes. the power of pause. pausing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then deep breathing and then asking ourselves, how do I shift that? Because yes. particularly those who lead others need to think about what I call the shadow of the leader. So if a, if that leader is driving nonstop to get to that outcome, 
and they are sending emails at midnight and they are nonstop and they're chatting over Slack or whatever yeah. platform they're using and texting and all of that. That's really dragging yeah. the team yeah. towards that. So that again becomes another reason why we become into this space of we end up, rep, you know, cloning the behaviors yeah, that we despise exactly. pretty exactly. much. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, the emulation. Exactly. Yes. So yes, the absolutely. other piece is, so is to repeat that process. Okay. When we feel that, that, that voice, that impetus just to pause, deep breathing, shift our yes. thinking, repeat, repeat, repeat until we can build different that, muscle. That right. new muscle. Oh, I yes. love it. I love yes. it. I love it. Now, you know, we're getting ready to wrap up here. One thing I did not want to make sure we run out of time because I want to share this. Um, this is Alva's website. What you want to do is go there, fill out the contact information, which is your email address and your first and last name. That's it. Because she has a wonderful freebie for you. And share a little bit, Alva, what that freebie is. Well, it's pretty much ways to increase self-awareness. Yes. So it's beautiful. a deeper, it's a deeper content deeper to what we just talked about very briefly. Wonderful. Yes. And you've got eight ways, right? Eight That's ways. Right. To, yes. So yeah. please make sure you go to her website, go to the contact page, give her your email address and your first and last name. She is going to then immediately send you those eight ways. And then last but not least, you want to follow Alba because there's going to be a webinar, right, Alba? You're working on a webinar. Share a little bit about what's That's coming. Right. That's right. So I would love for you to either follow us, follow or connect via LinkedIn so that yes. you can stay tuned to the webinar that's going to have, is, we'll be talking about a brand new group coaching program that I'll ah, be launching. That is so it's, it's going to be um, potentially a three-month endeavor and we're, we're going to be really working on a lot of these topics kind of overuse right? strengths. Yeah. And, uh, it's going to have a, it's group coaching, which is people. What's the difference between group coaching and team coaching? Group coaching is people who have the similar interests mm-hmm. or things that they want to focus on, but they don't necessarily work in the same they organization exactly. or come from the same work life, right? Right. Team right. coaching is different. Team coaching is teams that are within an organization who work for a mm-hmm. specific team leader. So yeah. that's the difference. But then the yeah. group coaching program is also going to have an individual component to it. So oh, it's going to be really rich in terms nice. of the support for the person that joins. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Overusing strengths. I tell you, Alba, you're right. When we first opened this, it's not something that's talked about often, but it needs to be because I know I used to be a victim of it now that I understand what it is. Um, and you shared your past experiences. And I really, really appreciate you too, giving us more context and actually opening up our eyes to how we can overcome it once we properly identify it. Alba, it's been a pleasure having you on Being Brown at Work live. It's been a pleasure. It's been wonderful to have this conversation in something that I am very passionate about. And, uh, you know, my purpose is really to work with leaders and teams, help them recognize and achieve their highest potential so that they can better serve and add value to their stakeholders. And that's 
I understand what's being in their shoes. So I really, I really love being able to help them. Oh, this is fabulous. And you helped already with my audience. So thank you so much, Alba. My pleasure. Wonderful. Thank you. Good night. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, I have so much more to offer you. Book a complimentary call with me at lindatalaferro.com slash free consultation so you can start unapologetically achieving your own professional goals as a woman of color and establish a presence as more than just an employee. Let's go deeper, reach your professional goals, and apply this life-changing work to your career and beyond so you can rock your corporate game and get that seat at the table.